Hey, Yo. welcome to News Across the Galaxy midweek, late week show. <laughs> really late. Really late. Yes. Really early Very pregame early. show. Oh, yes. Actually, you're absolutely right, Spenny. We really got to early. jump on everyone. There you go. Yes, we have the latest. We're so last minute that we know all the latest updates. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, like I said, this is our midweek preview show. Even though it's coming a little late this time, we apologize. We all are a little busy, but nonetheless, we are here. The voice you're hearing is me, Eddie. With me. Well, not with me, but somewhere is Spenny. Yee. Chewy. What up, what up? And I guess we could say making his nag debut. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mr. Edgar. I'm Wario. I'm <laughs> gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a competition, bro. Relax. Relax. Oh. Okay. I, I know you got the extreme hat on. I mean they can't they won't never be able to see it, but extreme no, <laughs> no need to get too extreme all right guys so it's kind of late um let's try to get this show on the road we won't take up too much too much of people's times maybe they're driving to a viewing party sitting at home listening to it or so, going to the game or That's going to the game in houston hey shout out to everyone that went to houston fun place to be at we were there last year unfortunately couldn't go this year and i'm really sad because that shit was fun yep all right uh, before we get to the game, uh, something I want to talk about is the Galaxy is doing a whole week of events leading up to the home opener. So maybe there's no Jersey launch party this time, but damn, they're doing a lot. Have you guys looked at this calendar? Yep. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Not going to lie. It's a lot. Yeah. It's well, way more. I don't think they've ever got, done something like this, huh? Fuck, I got 21 Savage in here, huh? That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, it, it's One, a two, lot. Three, four, five, six, seven events. Damn. <laughs> what was that song he has? <laughs> Is it M's, I think? I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm, there you go. Uh, I'm old. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, all these events, and I'm probably only going to make it to one, which is tomorrow. So the events start with tomorrow. It's uh, in the calendar. It is the watch party. At uh, Question. They have it as Tom's Watch Bar. Is there a difference between Tom's Urban and, and Tom's Watch Bar? They made a they made a new like part of like a new section at the place. That's why that with uh, more TVs or like bigger TVs and all that. Oh. They're trying to make it like the old ESPN zone then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, something like that. Place. Hey, but that was fun. Uh, for another day, the ESPN zone. For another day, you were with us, no, Spenny, when we went to the, watch the game. Yeah, uh, we went to World Cup, uh, World Cup game, the uh, U.S. one. Yeah, when Donovan scored that that goal, right? Yep, famous the one-one. Yeah, yeah, we were at we were at the ESPN board, and I fucking jumped up. Table was small, and I spilled like mimosas or whatever the hell we were having. <laughs> Man, I was at the Montalban Theater in Hollywood when uh. Donovan scored that game-winning goal against Algeria, and that place went nuts. Like oh. we were, we were, we were launching bottles up into the air, and <laughs> it was crazy. And then we had a we had a parade down Hollywood Boulevard from uh, Hollywood and Vine all the way down to the Chinese Theater. Ah, uh, dude, I was going to school at the at the at the film school. I should have just watched it there. I had class right after. Oh <laughs> uh, man, that sucks. Fucking Donovan, good old days. So, 
the events. <laughs> so it's gonna start at the to- uh, Tom's Watch Bar. So Tom's Urban. Uh, so at this particular viewing party, they're gonna have uh, first hundred Galaxy fans in Galaxy gear get a discounted parking. Ooh, because that shit is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and three dollars off forty ounce Modelo's full. I think they're twenty bucks each. Puta. So. <laughs> Wait wait, 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 wait. Three dollars off. What? Forty ounce modelos, fool. The double the handle. First one? The first one? I don't know. I just buy two of them now, right? Fuck it. Yeah, so so no so hell yeah. Edward forty hands, bro. You would you want to call it Jedgar. <laughs> okay. What's next? All right. Uh yes, so that's tomorrow. RSVP. Oh, they. I, I just clicked on RSVP because I didn't know there was an RSVP, and there is nothing to fill out. Maybe we're too late. Probably uh, for the uh, halftime raffle. I don't know. No, no, they usually give out tickets. So that's gonna be there's gonna be that too. There's gonna be a raffle. The raffles are pretty cool. I remember like last year, uh, one of our friends actually won one of the jerseys. They they raffled like a jersey that was like two years old, which. If you're a Galaxy fan, that's that's dope, man. It's and it's like all in great condition, brand new with tags and everything. So they do raffle pretty dope stuff, and they give away a lot of shit. So you have a good chance, scarves, yeah. shit like that. So a lot of scarves, a lot of balls, from oh, what yeah. I remember. Balls. Chewy likes his balls. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Supposed to love him, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> After that game is done and we, you know we lose um, and we, uh, we need something to- <laughs> just kidding. drown your sorrows <laughs> <laughs> and we need something to cheer us up. Uh, Sunday, March first, local businesses throughout yeah local business throughout Los Angeles are going to give out discounts for people that show up in Galaxy Gear. Uh, there is a list of businesses you can check out in LAGalaxy.com. Not going to go through them now because there is way too many, but check out LAGalaxy.com. And you can see all the places participating and giving discounts. And that's on March 1st, uh, the day after the game. You Monday, missed an event. Well, not yet. We're going down the line. You, you uh, missed the event. The, the 29th at 8 p.m. is the first um, episode of NAG. Oh, <laughs> in my face. Yes. Live, Chewy? Yeah, yeah. yeah, fuck it. First live episode of 2020 season. Preseason is over, son. It's game time. I I have a, too much energy for just getting out of work. I think it's these modelos. Um, yeah, you're right. Oh, shame on me. Good job, Spenny. So yes, first live episode of Nag Saturday. By the way, that that list of uh, of uh, businesses is pretty long, but there's some that stick out, like Tommy's, 50% off for anybody wearing Galaxy Gear at Tommy's. Oh, yeah. I don't even like Tommy's, but you know oh, what? I'm come on, to- man. Chili cheese fries. Hell yeah. Tommy's <laughs> at two in the morning. You're coming home from a club. You got to stop the Tommy's, man. Oh, Everybody no. shows up at that time. Yeah, for a really good fart session that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything chili cheese. Is it how late is it open? Because, you know, we usually Tommy's tend to open 24 yeah, they don't, seven, man. They don't close. Size. So we tend to get, we tend to run long. And our nag shows, and we stay and chill. You know, I'm just saying, midnight hits. That's already March first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so Monday, March 2nd, I actually like this day. I know they've done this before. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all day, LA Galaxy Digital Takeover. And I'm assuming it's just like the previous years where they create filters and you just got to go crazy on online. And the last year was the I'm a G, which was one of my favorites. Yeah. So look out for that one. Uh, I, well, it was mostly Facebook last time. So I'm assuming now they'll have like probably like filters for your stories and we'll see what they come up with for their Twitter. They do good. They've been doing better. Yes. So. Yes. Tuesday, March 3rd has two events. So they have the LA Galaxy reading. Uh, is where LA Galaxy players and coaches, staff read to local champions Project Youth. That's going to be at the digs from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then this one's dope, too. I've never been to it. I think Spenny's been to it. I never have. It's the LA Galaxy Light Up Santa Monica. Excuse me. Uh, and it's when they take the Ferris wheel. They take the Ferris wheel. <laughs> when the Ferris wheel, they light up the Ferris wheel with the big Galaxy logo. And I've only seen images of it. And that shit is fucking dope. Yeah, uh, the, the lighting of the Pacific wheel at Pacific Park and the Santa Monica Pier. And I think Robbie Keane showed up last year. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll probably take Chicha. No, no shit. They're gonna they're gonna whore the hell out of Chicha this year, bro. Chicha's gonna be at everything. (laughs) Dude, he's gonna be like on every talk show. Did you guys see that little video on YouTube? Or it was circling everywhere. They're they're filming the skit for Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, no. The most recent one I saw was uh, Escorpion Dorado. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I follow that guy. You know, you guys know I follow the guy. Um, Dude, he did the Scorpion Dorado. He's gonna do Jimmy Kimmel. He's gonna do the James Corbin show, and there was another one, another late show that he's gonna do too. He's gonna do all of them. Yeah, he's gonna. And that's this week leading up all to um to the season opener, the home opener. Yeah, he's gonna do Jorge Ramos y su banda. That that one too. Yeah. I think he was gonna do the ESPN with uh, Jorge Ramos también, or wherever he's at. Yeah, and then something on to the end. Oh, dude, I I really want him to come out with like Fighterson or Josera. <laughs> See what they dope. say to him. Yeah, just uh, Fighterson just hates MLS, bro. Overall, hates that <laughs> I don't think... Mexican players come to MLS instead of Mexico. Yeah, I don't think it's time it. yet. No. Give the season like let let it be like ten games into the season when he has like I don't know like six seven goals and then we'll see. <laughs> so, anyways, that's that's in uh, Santa Monica, the uh, Santa Monica Pier. Uh, it says around six p.m. You know, dusk, and after that, happy hour at Ye Old King's Head. One dollar oh, off. One dollar off Modelo's after eight p.m. Hmm. What day is this? My off? Oh fuck! It's Tuesday. Never mind. So I won't be there. <laughs> uh, Wednesday. <sighs> Almost there. Nikki Sports players appearances. Uh, Galaxy players will be at multiple Nikki Sports locations throughout LA. Nikki Sports Long Beach, downtown Los Angeles, and Bell Gardens. They have not announced what players, but as soon as we find out, hopefully our insiders. Can Ethan Zubak. Hell yeah, baby. Ethan Zubak. <laughs> hey, I'll go wherever they say that. What's his name? The Gordo, Gordo Wild? Gordon Wild. Wow. I'll, I'll probably go to that one just because. Oh, dude, I, that'd be dope if you go and you're like the only person there oh, and you like post crazy. a video. This shit is wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to uh, be it's going to be them like wild. Um, what's the Carson who? guy's name? 
Dunbar? Yeah. It's going to be them, you know. Why do you think they signed all these homegrown players to fill all those, those, uh, whatever sports? (laughs) (laughs) I honestly think, uh, Sasha Kleschen will be one and Daniel Sturridge will be another. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, yeah, those are big ish names, supposedly. I mean, it'll be dope (laughs) if they put Araujo, but I think it's a school night, so. Uh, oh. <laughs> what about Efra? Isn't he still in school? Nah, but I think uh, isn't he broken? He's yeah, broken. Efra's homeschooling right now. <laughs> Thursday, March fifth, uh, LA Galaxy Saturday football, uh, Galaxy calibra- calibration with Saturday football to offer free play pickup soccer game at iconic Bayshore basketball court in Long Beach. Uh, that is Bayshore basketball courts. Um, never been there. You guys. Uh, ever been there before? No. Nope. All right. Well, okay. well, that's in Long Beach. That's from five to seven p.m. on Thursday. Oh, I get out at seven. That doesn't work. <sighs> yeah, I don't. I don't think my ankle's ready for. I'm assuming basketball court. It's my knees can't floor. do hard floors anymore. Hell no. Oh yeah, yeah, they can't, big boy. Dude, I almost broke my. <laughs> I almost broke my knee last time. Hell no. Right, I'll take it easy next time. I bet you. <laughs> All right, uh, Friday, March 6th, LA Galaxy Day at Soccer Center. Celebration of LA Galaxy and Galaxy Junior families at their participating soccer youth programming. Uh, that's going to be in the Los Angeles Galaxy Soccer Center in Torrance. Uh, that's going to be from 4.30 to 6 p.m. Damn, who do they expect to go there? They think people don't work? No. Families. It's a holiday. Is that a holiday, really, or you're just kidding? I'm just messing with it. Oh, it's a holiday, man. Come I on. Guess it, I guess it's, it's the day before. It's pre-home game opener, so that's a yeah. that's that's a holiday to us. All right. Uh, this is the one we were talking about up um, the air before we got on or before we were recording. Um, Edgar, this is the LA Galaxy and Black Arrow collaboration pop-up party. Yes. A new collaboration between LA Galaxy and Black Arrow FC, a lifestyle brand focusing on intersection of soccer and black culture. Uh, we'll see a pop-up at Vector 90, the culture hub at co-working space started by David Gross and Nipsey Hussle. So I think that one's going to be huge. This is going to be at Vector 90 at 8 p.m. And this is going to uh, get like deep into yeah, LA it's culture, and it's gonna like introduce the galaxy to a lot of people that probably don't like even follow soccer. Period. So to me, this is gonna be a big one. And uh, apparently, you have to buy tickets to this. So if anybody's interested to it, go to lagalaxy.com, Check out the events, and there's a link right there to buy tickets. Uh, I'm not sure how much they are. I think they're like twenty dollars. All right, give me one second. Fuck, I thought it was gonna open a new window, and it took me back. Let me see. I think if I it's a great out. idea. Um, if Galaxy can even do a fraction of what Atlanta's done with the black community, you know, it'd be amazing. Uh, Cause so you can see um, Atlanta United really reached out to all the different communities, you know, in their city. And they attracted a wide demographic to their games. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I seen those little documentaries on them. Like, dude, this is, this is dope. <laughs> Hopefully we get there one day. And by the way, yes, it was 20 bucks. And right. as soon as you're done, at the pop-up party. Oh, it, it the party doesn't end there, my nope. guy. Galaxy Gathering, night before party. LA Galaxy party with uh, with appreciation from LA Galaxy alumni. Event held in collaboration, collaboration with LA Riot Squad as a continuation of First Friday series. 
This is yes. going to be at Boomtown Brewery. This is uh, not only an event that the Riot Squad will do every first Friday of the month, but it happens to land the day before the Galaxy game. So this shit is going to be that one's going to be nuts. Yeah, uh, that's and Galaxy Arch District in downtown LA. Yes, yeah, Galaxy uh, Fern Office is uh, collaborating with uh, Lars, so it's supposed to be pretty big. Pretty and nice. don't be discour- don't be discouraged if you're not a large member or you know you're not any supporter group or you you think you're just you know not one of those crazy loud fans. Don't be discouraged. Show up. These things are fun. You know it's chill. You just have a few drinks. This is actually a good opportunity to meet a lot of uh, Galaxy fans, and there's going to be alumni there too. So even if you just yep. wanna. You meet some players, uh, some old school players. Who knows who will be there? I know Fuego shows up to a lot of these like alumni things. Uh, maybe Alan Gordon will be in town. You never know. He likes to party. He likes to drink a lot. You know, it'd be yeah. epic if Mike Mickey showed up. Oh, uh, yes, that would be. He shows up a lot of things. He Mike shows Mickey up with some Sneaky Fox. You know his uh, his drink. Mm. Have you heard about that? Mm-mm. Yeah. He has his own. Uh, he has his own. I think it's uh, oh yeah, whiskey no? or whiskey or it's, a I think it's whiskey. Yeah. It's called Sneaky Fox, and um, it'd be that'd be awesome if he could show up, start giving people shots. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> oh, and then when you wake up all hungover, like at three p.m., go straight down to the digs because the last event before the game, the Nag Boys Kegger. Get your, get your free beer with the Nag Boys. Even if you don't listen to us and somebody told you, just pretend you listen to us. <laughs> and if you're adventurous, do some keg stands with the Nag Boys. Oh, yes. Watch Edgar's initi- initiation. <laughs> <laughs> I say oh, college man. boy. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Maturity but... days, man. <laughs> Bring you back yeah, those the... memories. <laughs> I remember I did a keg stand and I was like, I'm gonna go out into the snow. It was like three feet of snow and I went out there barefoot. It was awesome. Oh shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh you, you like the guy from um what's it called? Um damn it, I can't think of the movie right now. The Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> what the fuck? Come on, oh, somebody help me here. Little Nikki? No, 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 no. Where he, oh yeah. Where he, he, he makes a bunch Mr. of money. Deeds. Yeah, Mr. Deeds. I don't know the guy's <laughs> name, but that shit's hilarious. Anyways, um, so yeah, so we will be having a character. We'll have uh, more details. Be there pretty uh, early. Yeah, I know that's like one time we kind of like met Edgar for the first time face to face. Oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it should be cool. If if you're like if you're like me and you're like 40 years old but you can't grow facial hair, and we ID you, don't get offended. We just got to cover our own ass. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, I came for the nag. I stayed for the beer. <laughs> I like that. Oh, you got to put that on a shirt. We got to sell those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I came for the nag and I stayed for the beers. I Hell yeah. The and then, of course, the game at 7 p.m. versus Vancouver. But before we get to Vancouver and before we get to Houston, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. The news that broke today. We got a new captain, fellas. Maybe. Oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> He's been captain. I got one captain. Oh, all right. 
So this we might go on a little longer than thirty minutes. Uh, one captain, that's Dustin Brown. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm I'm still kind of sore about that. They should have kept Dustin Brown the captain instead of Kopitar, but we're talking about a different sport. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Stay with us, man. Stay with us. Sorry, sorry, man. <laughs> so yeah. So Chicharito was announced to be LA Galaxy's captain this Ooh. season. I, Chicharito. Hell yeah. Um. They uh, they do uh, know uh, Spenny asked um, if they or he wasn't sure if they did this before. Uh, they usually do announce the captain like around the same time, but I think this is the first time that it rattled a few people. You know, there wasn't really a surprise when Slatan became captain. I think before that was Ashley Cole, but everyone expected Jonah uh, to be the captain this season, and psych. Well, the thing about Zlatan is that he's a former captain of Sweden. Yeah, the guy has experience uh, at an international level, but I don't think – has Chicharito ever captained the Mexican national team or even dressed I mean, in the world like that? He's the he's a, the number one goal scorer for Mexico. So. Oh, that, is, that, doesn't, that doesn't make a captain, though. I don't no. know, but I'm just saying. Let me let me ask you a question. Let me let me ask a question real quick though, because I am I don't want to say I'm pro, but I understand. Is anyone like against him being captain? Anybody here? Um I'm 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 not for it, definitely. But I know this is the one thing I, I've learned uh, from my years working as a writer and journalist. There's a lot of stuff happens in the locker room that you never ever hear about. It never comes to light, that you only hear like rumblings here and there and there might have been some conversations you know behind closed doors or in private you know that might have led to this decision uh gbs is a real smart guy um and i'm pretty sure that that this decision is is although it rattled a lot of people it's something that they probably deliberated and i'm pretty sure that they wouldn't have come out and announced it without jonah agreeing to it although to us and to many people, you know, he's the one that we all felt, you know, deserved to be the captain. Um, and because he was the most important player to the club last year. And we were really hoping he'd be in that leadership role this year. But there's other things afoot, you know. Right. Nobody else? Spenny, you there? You usually have a lot to say. It's just, um, I don't think, um, Jonah wanted it as much. Even though his play shows what a captain should be, I don't think his personality is to get in someone's face or call somebody out like that. We see him on clips and photos and little videos that they do in practice where he talks to the youngsters, but it's more more like um, like a brotherly talk, not so much like a, like a coaching or like a leadership type of like a general type of talk, you know, he does it a lot more loosely in which sometimes you don't need from a captain. You need somebody like Chicha, who's a true professional too, from his interviews. I mean, now that he came to LA, he's a little bit more open with his vocabulary, but when he was in Manchester and Madrid, if you look at his interview, he's always been very professional about what he's saying. And I think that's the kind of face that you need right now at this point in where the franchise is as well. You don't need someone that's not going to take it as serious 
with his vocabulary like Jonah does because he gets around a lot in his interviews too, you know? So I would expect him to be like that with his teammates because he's like that with us as fans. You make a joke with Jonah and he, you know, he claps back, you know? He, he makes jokes back and he laughs and everything like that. And if we look back at the captains, at least the best captains that we've had, they're hard asses, you know? Yep. The best one for me has been Keen. When you have somebody like Keen that's screaming down at Donovan 30 yards down the field, you know, it's it's a serious thing. He's not trying to, like, joke with him and correct him in a friendly manner. He's trying to tell him what he needs from him to better not just himself but the team. Right. Uh, I, I agree. Actually, uh, back to the interview thing, um, you remember I texted the group once. I'm like, damn, this dude interviews well. And then you brought it up because I'm not a Manchester fan. I'm not a Mexico fan. So I never really got a chance to, to listen to Chicha talk. And – it, it has to do with that. You know, you're you're not just not just only facing the media, but you're facing the media in a Galaxy uniform. You know, the Galaxy is now like the World Cup uh, club, you know, where uh, more not just people in the U.S. follow them. And now even more people from Mexico are going to follow them. So someone like Jonah, I, I don't feel like he has that like captain personality or traits, you know, same thing with Legit. Uh, same thing with Steris. Steris is still too young into the sport and hasn't been out there. And another another thing that I want to add to besides besides oh and also Chicha's experience where he's been where he's played you know and another thing you gotta you gotta think about is uh you know you're naming Chicha captain now instead of Jonah looking forward will Jonah be here past this year where Chicha is gonna be here for the next at least three years. No, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Another thing, if anything, I don't think GBS wants to put that added pressure to Jonah's game because right. that's not part of his personality. The last thing you want to do is while you're still trying to put this team together is take somebody out of their comfort zone. Right. You know, you want to keep him in the mindset of getting in there and giving it everything you got for 90 minutes and not having to necessarily worry about the entire team like that. Right. Just let him do his job. Let his, his play speak for him and let that be, um, Contagious to the rest of the team without him having to be vocal. Right, right. Just let him do him, right? Instead of yeah, like, yeah you're right. Yeah, you're no added pressure. Right. Yeah, that's stress. Um, we know for a fact, you know, Jonah's gonna be our vice captain and he's gonna have things to say, but hey, the less stress he has outside of his job, fuck man. He could do a better job that way. <laughs> and I think he knows. I think he knows. He was he was our MVP for fans last season. Yeah. And there's no practice, there's no game, there's no event that he's not received just an overall like warm welcome. You know, he gets love everywhere he goes. And he knows that too. So I don't think he needs the ban. No, no, absolutely. He he's gonna feel the love everywhere. You know, people will still refer to him as his captain. I'm sure he sees some of the tags and some of the social media. And, and like, Galaxy fans shouldn't be mad. At the end of the day, you know, he's still a fan favorite. And if you want to look at it that way, it's just a piece of fabric that Chicharito's going to wear around his arm. Hey, but I'm going to ask him, though, next time I see him. <laughs> ask I'm going to ask him what happened, why he didn't want it. I'm going to straight up ask him why he didn't want it. <laughs> He's going to tell you he lost a game for Loteria with Chicharito or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they were playing Conquian. Nah, it was Loteria. <laughs> el, 
El borracho came on. It was Gio. And I was like, ah, Lotharia. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, dirty ass fools. Uh, <laughs> nah, ni que fueran tuna, güey. Oh, <laughs> damn. Fucking Antuna. That fool was, nah, Antuna would have been captain. That fool would have cheated at Lotharia. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. You guys, are, you guys are mean. All right. <laughs> so... I guess nobody in here is at least really that upset about Chicha being captain, right? Nah. There's a lot of people out there very yeah. upset. Yeah, it shouldn't right. be, but I understand. I, I understand both sides, you know, so fuck it. He's our captain. Pressure's on him. Let's put the pressure on him. Hopefully he dips up to it. <sighs> well, he's going to get to uh, show why he's the captain in, damn, less than 12 hours now. So now, now you guys know how late we're recording, by the way. So in less than 12 hours, the Galaxy are going to kick off their season against the Houston Dynamo. The Houston Dynamo, we do not have too much luck with. And uh, they they actually have a new coach, new uh, new player. I know they have more than one new player, but uh, one new player in particular, uh, Darwin Quintero. Uh, and they're going to be led by Tab Ramos, which I am actually excited for the guy because uh, I know as U.S. fans, I don't know how much Spenny's familiar with them, but I know Edgar, for a fact, is familiar with Tab Ramos. It's it's going to be interesting to see what he brings to the league and his uh, professional, correct me if I'm wrong, Edgar, his uh, professional coaching debut. Yes, yes, it is. He's the he's to be an assistant with the U.S. and he's been in and out of the um, you know in different coaching facilities. But this is his first time as a professional, um, at least uh, to our knowledge. Um, he's a he's a very intelligent man. He was the the mastermind behind uh, the U.S. World Cup '94 team. And when he finally went down an injury in that game against Brazil, the U.S. just had nothing. To they had nothing against Brazil, and it ended the, you know their World Cup run. Yeah. Um, but very very smart guy. He's uh, definitely a legend. He scored one of the most important goals for the U.S. in their run to the to World Cup '98 uh, against Costa Rica in Portland. I remember. Um, He's a he's he's a soccer legend, a U.S. soccer legend, and now he's in Hazem, and it'll be interesting to see how he translates his playing acumen into his role now as a manager with Houston. Yes, MLS legend too, by the way. Metro started right. I remember he had that that banger where like it he had an outside foot. Oh yeah. <laughs> couple questions. Yes, uh, more than a couple. Who was he an assistant under for the U.S. men's national team? Bruce, was it? Or Jurgen? Uh, memory does not serve me right. It's 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's see. I'm trying to just do a little research real quick. What position did he play for the U.S. men's national team? He was a midfielder. Um, attacking or defensive? Um, I think he's an attacking mid. Like a number 10. He had like a, so- a high soccer IQ. I'm asking just to see what kind of philosophy he might run with Houston because Houston has a lot of young people. And 
our biggest issue is keeping up with speed, especially on counters. And looking at what we see in this preseason, even though we've controlled some of the games, the majority of the games, we have looked sloppy and inconsistent when being counterattacked. Right. And this guy that they have, Ellis, last year was a scoring machine off the counters. He rarely had a um, a pass where he took like a one touch inside the box. Most of them were, you know, first times that he got on counterattacks or on a final pass, which is exactly what killed us last season and what looks to be our Achilles heel still this preseason. Well, Adrian, I got some great news for you. Ellis is out with injury for this game. I need to go back to my predict six then. <laughs> <laughs> so here's uh, about Tab Ramos. He uh, was the coach of the U20s uh, when they, they made it to the final of the CONCACAF championship in 2013 yes. where they lost to Mexico. They got to the World Cup, but they, they did not pass the World Cup. They didn't get out of their group, I mean. Um and then he uh, he was coaching uh, as a, he was an assistant for Jurgen, um, and right before 2014, that's when he joined the team, uh, the World Cup. I mean, and so yes, this is his first professional round uh, with Houston. So I mean, he comes in with with World Cup experience, even as an assistant. That's that's huge, you know. That is huge. Uh, so I guess with uh, Tab Ramos, it's like, uh, you know, it's a mystery. It's going to be a mystery that hopefully goes our way. But uh, as far as uh, what Houston is coming in with, I'm just going to look at the – I'm just going to talk about the lineup that MLS predicts because I'm going to be honest. I don't know um, a lot of these players. So uh, do you guys know what happened to Christian Ramirez, by the way? Did he get traded again? No, he's still showing up on the roster. They don't have him starting or anywhere here. Could be probably injured. And, no, I guess they have him on the bench. Damn, that's sad. They predict the starting lineup, but I don't <laughs> What a piece of shit. Uh, so I'll start from the back. Uh, also, they got rid of Willis, their keeper. Uh, they got Minor Figueroa, center back. Strona uh, next to him, a center back. See, I don't know a lot of these guys. Uh, Bizama, the right back. Oh shit! I don't know how to pronounce his name. That back, this is it, some shit like that. And uh, they kind of have them lined up similar to us with two holding midfielders and Vera and Boniac, uh, Martinez at at uh, attacking mid, uh, out left Rodriguez, out right Anson and Manotas playing center forward. Who was the player that you had a difficulty with his name? What was his name? Uh, N L U N D K V I S. Oh, Adam Lundquist. Okay, I'm gonna go with you because you're a writer. <laughs> Lundquist, and again, uh, these are all question marks for me, especially the the fact that it's the first game of the season. Um, uh, the only the only names that maybe uh have you worried is gonna be Boniac. And Manotas, you know, Manotas. Um, don't sleep on Tommy McNamara, too. Did they have McNamara, you said? Yeah, Mac, yeah Tommy Mac's on their team. Uh, but he's, the, they don't predict him as starting. But that dude, he comes on, he brings a lot of energy. Probably super sub. Yeah. And Ramirez off the bench, but I, 
Yeah, those are two big super subs. Did you guys did you guys notice the big name missing on their lineup? He's not a big name. Well, to me, I think he's a big signing for them. Uh, Quintero is questionable for this game as well. He has an undisclosed injury. I don't think he's going to play. I hope not. <laughs> Maybe we should. I should go back to my predict six as well. If there's no <laughs> no 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 Quintero and no Ellis, I mean, I'm feeling a little better right now, guys. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping for some feedback there, but all right. Uh, so let's go to the galaxy. The galaxy's predicted lineup. Uh, before we talk a little bit about what we have to do and what do you guys expect this team to do, um, if you guys follow us on on social media, you'll see. Oh, actually, at this point, yeah, at the uh, at by this time, by the time you listen to this, we should post up our prediction and line our predicted lineup, uh, which is Bingham and Goal. No, no surprise there. Uh, the only thing we might have different is they have Steris starting next to people. And uh, we know Steris, there really isn't any confirmation that he's in or he's out for this game. They have Felcher out right and Sue out left. Actually, this is different too. They have a midfield of Clashion, Corona, and Legit starting in the middle. I one out left, Katai out right, and Chicha, Chicha on top. Okay. This is predicted by the MLS, by the way. I don't see Corona legit kitchen starting. Who do you see? Uh, I see Kleshen instead of kitchen. Or Kleshen instead of somebody here. If you take kitchen out, who plays uh, defensive mid? The Corona. Corona can play CDM. Mm. The, no, the, problem, so. the problem here is that you're, with me, for me at least, you're expecting legit to you know start the attack and I've given legit a lot of shit and I saw it in the preseason too that guy's like unsure of himself going forward I know he had that pass in preseason that one player we gave a long long ball to Pavon but once he gets into the into like the final third he like I don't know he stutter steps like when he's close he they, he like looks back instead of forward it's just He's, at, he, he's never been the same since that injury because before that, he was the kind of guy that would go 1v1 and try to create. But ever since that, yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's like he thinks twice before doing certain things. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's, he's still feeling some of that. Maybe I think I think this is actually the, the player that they wanted to sign, this version. So we compare him to the time where he started with the – with the team, he was playing out wide, right? Yeah. And he was playing with another winger playing defense in Robbie Rogers. And if you really think about it, he made Rogers relevant because of the overlaps that Rogers did. It wasn't so much legit taking the wing one-on-one -on -one all the time. It was him pressing up with the ball and waiting for the overlap and laying off Robbie Rogers. So it wasn't so much that he was taking players one-on-one -on -one or running that wing all by himself. He was playing that overlapping or holding the ball to overlap. The biggest part of his game right now is, I mentioned before, he doesn't he doesn't create turnovers. He doesn't have the speed necessarily to take somebody one-on-one -on -one in the middle of the field, but he has awareness to, you know, shield the ball and not lose the ball and still create on the final third if he has those overlaps, which 
he should be able to to find somebody with Katai, Pavone, and, and Chicha up there. His his game, I don't think, has never been about going one on one, you know, doing these bicycle kicks or um, these uh not bicycle kicks, but the the ball fake. What do you call it, Eddie? Like a step over. Yeah, like he's never been the type of player to do, you know, two or three step overs to get around somebody. He's the kind of guy that's not gonna is gonna hold possession, not lose you the ball, and look for the pass that will make the player dangerous, not necessarily the pass to put him into space, if that makes sense. Still, right, still, 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 rather have question like running. Well, if anything, what I was, what I would think would happen is Kitchen would be there because of defensive presence. You know, Kitchen is not going to push up and he's not going to be out of position. Same thing that it's similar to what you have when when Jonah's on the field. You know, Jonah's not going to be out of position and he's going to take that risk to take those um, big players one on one. You know, try to slide through them, which I don't think. Benny or Kleshin can sit back there and do. If you have somebody like Kitchen that can just sit there, legit, that's not going to create turnovers, you give Kleshin the spacing to put those through balls that we know he can do. Get more with Kleshin on legit and Kitchen rather than Corona. I would really hope you're right, man. Well, maybe it can be a strategic thing, too. You know, you actually... Uh, don't run at Houston, at Houston so much. You kind of absorb the pressure because the Jet, uh, at least as of late under GBS, he's played more of that CDM. At times, they had that Jonah. And like last year, they had Jonah and him sitting back with Fabio Alvarez and the attack. Maybe this is more like a let's sit and hold, and then at some point, one of these guys comes out like the Corona or Kitchen, and Clashing comes in and then starts spreading the ball wide, and then having someone like Bubba and run at him. Uh Again, this is what MLS is predicting, not what it's going to be. And they have Stara starting, so I don't even see that happening. So what's your guys' starting three in the middle? Uh, For me? Corona, yeah. Corona, Corona Jet, uh, Kleshen. You have Jet and Corona sitting sitting back. Santos coming in. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> Well, they said he's going to be there, right? No, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, no, the uh, GBS said today that he's out. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's updated information. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we're going on late, last minute. <laughs> Post what about you, Edgar? What's your starting three in the middle, Edgar? Uh, well, yeah, definitely, Jack. Uh, Clayston, I think, will give you some good minutes, too. Uh, and... Probably, uh, I would say start with Kitchen, just because of the fact that you, you don't know what Houston's going to throw at you. Maybe, maybe put a little more conservative and see how, see what you know what they're going to be throwing at you. So that maybe uh, by halftime or in the 60th minute, bring in Corona to see if they can generate some more um, scoring opportunities. But um, I don't know. I mean, be, because of all the stuff that's happened in Houston and the history between these two clubs, uh, maybe it they they can come out a little bit more conservative, trying to like uh, kind of like a fighter, you know, starting a you know coming into a fight. The first two rounds, just kind of feel out to see what the other team is bringing, and then try and go from there. So he agrees with me. In other words, <laughs> there you go. He actually had Kleshin in there instead of Benny Corona, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yes. I know. Yeah, he did. I had, I had, I had kitchen out. To add to his point, though, um, if we look back at last season, kitchen actually is, you know, he's conditioned pretty well. I forget what game he came back from injury. Playoffs and he started right away. Playoffs. Playoffs, yeah. and Kleshin has a motor to him, man. That guy does not get tired. For being thirty-four years old, that that man can run. He's nonstop. So as long as he can just maybe not take too long to get into the groove of the game, he could be pretty dangerous from uh, for us from the beginning. Because this last game that they played against Houston, we took the lead early, and it did not really go well for us, even with Slatan and Pavon scoring. True. Those are facts. They didn't. They didn't let up to the 90th minute, and I don't see it being any different, especially with us not really completely in sync with this defense in the in the final third. It's. I think they're more established than us, even with the new coach. Their core. Their, their core of the team is still pretty much the same. Yeah, that's definitely mm-hmm. something we're gonna get to see tomorrow, or in a few <laughs> hours. We're gonna get to see how they actually again. play. Who is your three G? Uh, it was the same as Eddie. Uh, Corona. Uh, shit. Hold on. Corona, legit, and uh, uh, Clifton. But I kind of want legit out at some point. What? During the game, <laughs> and uh, Alvarez to take over legit. Alvarez. Alvarez. Arajo. Arajo. Alvarez. 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 My bad. Not Alvarez. Arajo. Well, one, one, the most consistent thing that, that happened last season was the subs. And GBS likes to sub his wings and one of his uh, center mids. So, Aranjo coming in maybe for a wing is not uh-huh. yeah, not too outlandish. I don't think Pavon is ever going to come off the field unless it's like it's 10 minutes to go and he scored a hat trick and GBS wants to give him the standing ovation. And I feel like all four of the center mids are going to play. It's just a matter of who starts and who gets subbed in. But I think they all play. It's just a matter of the wings. I don't know if he if he will take out Katai for an Araujo or a Cuello. I hope it's not Cuello. You know, it's interesting you bring up Katai because uh, he's been kind of quiet the last couple games. And... Uh, it's. I wonder if it's a question of his conditioning, or if his he's having difficulty adjusting to the the system. And if that's the case, how much longer is that going to be the case until he starts to click? Because, you know, we we look at him, we look at his body of work, and we have expectations. We've talked about how important it is for him to click with Chicharito and Pavon if Galaxy is gonna, you know, be considered a scoring threat. But this, you know, despite that one goal that we saw in that, you know, that scrimmage game, he's been kind of quiet. Um, what do you guys think? I, I I think it's a system thing. I think it's a hundred percent a system thing. He's coming from a Chicago team where he had the ball a lot, and at, I mean, I'm sure at some point he was the man. Or the whole time he was the man, he didn't really have a, like a target to find, you know, like a, a Chicharito type player. So once he accepts that role, learns how to play without having the ball so much, uh, it's it's a different role, you know. And I think it's just gonna take some time for him to get it. And I think once he get it, he gets it. He's 
he's gonna he's gonna do really well. He's gonna light the MLS. No, I was gonna say on fire, but he's gonna have nice numbers at the end. I think. I think it's a it's a confidence thing, not only from him, but from his teammates. One thing that I didn't like too much was that even though he's the best player on our team, we're looking for Pavon way too much. There's times where during preseason, you know, they had easy passes to the outlets on the opposite side of Pavon, and they would launch a 40-yard, you know, volley all the way across the field just to get him the ball. And we don't need to be doing that, not with this team. And I think once the team finds confidence in giving Katai the ball wide, not just looking for Pavon on a run, then he's going to be able to really perform. Because he does need the ball on his feet. For having that many assists and the type of goals that he was scoring from like outside the box, from the highlights that we saw in some of the games that I remember seeing him in, he needs the ball on his feet. And a player like that is just not going to adapt that easily to, you know, one or two touches every few minutes. You know, you got to you gotta get him involved early too. And I think that's that's been part, part of the problem that we haven't been feeding him enough because we've been over, you know, feeding Pavon on the whatever way he's on. And I think it showed, too, when they would switch, they would still go to Pavon. You know, even if he was left or right, when you have a scheme to your game, you know where your outlets are going to be. But if you're always going to look for Pavon, whether he's on the left or on the right, a player like Kentai won't get into rhythm. And that's what's going to affect this game. But, do you, I mean, I guess you, but you do believe it. it's going to come, right? You have no doubt? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how long it's gonna take. Oh, don't say that. Don't say I just that. don't know how long it's gonna take. I know, I know what he brings to the table is just. I don't know. I don't know how long it's gonna take. I really don't. Okay, All right. We're we're talking about a little bit into into the season now, but uh, we've been going on for a while. Uh, Edgar, you're a little new to this, so I'm gonna have you lead the way, man. So at 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 the end, we you like to give our predictions. It's not on uh, this one. It is on show. this one. It is on this one. It's just a, not the end of the season. No, 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 no. The, for the game. Okay. For the game. Sorry. Uh, for the game in less than 12 hours. How do you think it's going to go? What's going to be the final score? What needs to happen for us to win? And if we do score, who's going who's gonna to put those goals in the back of the net? Uh, I'm going to stick with the Galaxy's going to win 2-1. to one. Uh, uh, I mean, Houston's had our number for quite a while now. They've really, really hurt us, especially a couple of years ago. But at some point, you know, Galaxy's got to show their quality. I think they're a better team than Houston. And uh, I think to start the season uh, with a win like this will really send a message to the rest of the league. Uh, I would love to see the defense um, play as a solid unit. Um, I mean, of course, you know, wishes and reality to different things, but I really think that with Insua in there, it's like a huge shot in the arm to the defense. Um, I expect uh, Chicharito to score a goal. Um, there's going to be a lot of his fans there. I think he's going to want to, you know, give him a nice little memory. And I think Pavon's going to continue his uh, his amazing play. I mean, the guy looks like he's in mid-season form already. Nobody else in the team looks like that. So I think that, uh, you know, the, the two big guys are going to score. 
Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, is there something else that I missed? I think that's it. It's funny though. Ironically, the two big guys in the field are like the smallest ones on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody want to go next? I'll go next. I was predicting a 2-1 loss. But um, looking at what they have available, I'm going to go with a 2-2 tie. I'm hoping for selfish reasons that Chicharito doesn't score into the home opener. <laughs> but I think Pavon gets his. I think just for the sake of trying to get him involved, Katai gets the second goal. But our defense lets us down and lets the comeback happen with a late fucking 85th, 89th minute goal to tie the game. Oh shit. So you're saying we're gonna we're gonna take the lead and we're gonna blow it. Yeah. People's gonna be looking at the guy running by him. Ugh. <laughs> Okay. No, Felcher's not going to get back on defense and blame people, watch. Nah, it's, <laughs> it's probably people's fault. Fuck yeah, man. People give up some goals. Felcher's going to blame uh, Daniel Sturridge on the bench for not being on the field. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that one. I like that one. Chewy? Uh, I'm thinking a uh, 2-2 tie. Katai and Felcher with the goals. <laughs> Did you just coming, pick the tie in Belcher? He yeah, said Katayan Belcher. Belcher. Yeah, everybody left, but yet he still had goals last season. He had two, man. Okay, that's more than you've scored. Oh, you're bad. Yeah, he so, took it there, man. That's that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, you have your you had your turn, Spenny. Let Chewie talk. Exactly. <laughs> I was just making sure what he said. Oh, shit. If, if, if Belcher scores, Spenny's buying you a bottle. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just kidding. Sorry, Spenny. You let me know which one. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, oh, fuck. Spenny had cha- changed his prediction, but uh, I had I had predicted a 2-2 draw as well. Uh, I think if this team meshes, it's going to take a while. I think we're gonna, I'm going to go opposite of Spenny, actually, in that in that sense that we're going to be off to a slow start, probably make some sort of comeback, maybe exchange goals, maybe we go up, they tie, they go up, then we tie again. Uh, the Tab Ramos thing is a big mystery, so I just I just see a sloppy game where maybe there is, there's some not-so-pretty goals uh both sides, and I think Chicha is king of unpretty goals, so Chicha's going to get one. And then Pavon is going to have some selfish magic because uh, he has to introduce himself to the world and show why he's worth $20 million. Yeah, so cool. only one. And then uh, Bryant had said 3-1 loss, by the way. He's not here right now, but he said 3-1 loss, goal by Pavon, I believe. So basically everybody has Pavon scoring except Chewie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to score. Damn, but he, you have Felcher right there scoring a fucking banger, huh? You know what? <laughs> nah, I don't think it's going to be. It's not going to be a banger. It'll just be a goal because nobody fucking thinks he's going to score, so they just leave him open. Well, fuck it. Then say, they say uh, Bingham's going to score. <laughs> hey, calmate, Nahuel. We're going to get a big surprise. Zubak's going to have a hat trick in the second half. <laughs> Dude, I'll Next take week, it. Eddie's going to be wearing a Zubak jersey. <laughs> With the Jisoo patch on the side, yeah. <laughs> if Zubac scores a hat trick in the second half, I'll buy you the jersey, Eddie. 
There, there it is. There it is. All right, we need to call Zubac right now. I got to text GPS first, make sure Zubac comes in. (laughs) I'd be surprised if Zubac sees the field, to be honest. I don't think Chicha's going to come off. I'm surprised they left him on the bus. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. He had had to Uber himself to the game. (laughs) Now he's a local, so you also want uh whatever you know it's cool man as long as he gets there uh good times good times so it is getting pretty late uh there uh tomorrow the galaxy well in a few hours we'll be listening to it actually today the galaxy play at 12 30 it's going to be on univision and i believe the univision still does that thing where they they show it on twitter live right i don't know well we'll yeah, find we'll, out i will see that season, online so. We'll find out. Yeah, I was seeing that online. Yes. That yes, they're going to be live on Twitter. Yes, I just I just looked it up real quick, and yes, they will be live on Twitter. To the N. To the N as well. No, I'm saying to the N. will also have it. I think they can't. Uh, yeah, I don't think they can. Anyways, <laughs> for sure, for sure, Univision and Twitter. If you don't have any providers or streaming access, well, I guess if you have streaming access, is it on S Pen Plus? No, it would be blacked out because oh. it's a national broadcast. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, so ESPN won't have any Galaxy games in, huh? Uh, Aren't they all? No, nah, I think... No, they, they lo- don't. No, locally, no. Yeah, because I think they're all broadcast at some point. Lo- well, locally, yeah, because we have Spectrum, so we blacked out for the whole season, basically. Um, So, yeah, uh, there is going to be plenty of viewing parties uh, check out the Galaxy's website. Uh, look at ACBs, Riot Squads, social medias, Vblocks, Outlaws, Galaxians. They all have them up. Uh, no matter where you live in LA, there's not there's one not too far from you. There's also some in San Diego, Las, Las Vegas. Vegas, Vegas, Inland Empire, eight one eight, everywhere. Yes, the official one is at Tom's Urban in downtown LA. That's where I will be. I don't think any of you guys are gonna be there, right? We're just gonna chill at home. Uh yeah, I need to do some stuff, get ready for the show, and if I do go anywhere, it'll be pescador by my house. Ah, don't because then you won't make it out. Uh, That's why I said if if <laughs> I highly doubt it though, but if okay, cool. So yeah, uh, viewing parties all over. If you're in Houston, shout out to you guys. Have fun, make a lot of noise, and come back with the W. <sighs> And although there's only one positive prediction here, let's hope for the best. Ivamos Galaxy. Well, uh, so this. Ivamos, vamos Galaxy. Anything I missed? Anything you guys want to say before we sign off? Points are points. I'll take the tie. There you go. Right. Like I told, like I told Brian in Vegas when she was talking to her, and my boy wins a win. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram as Eddie Nags altogether. Twitter, I got that backwards. At Instagram, Eddie <laughs> underscore Nags, and on Twitter, Eddie Nags altogether. Benny, uh, my Twitter is Mister underscore Smiley McGee. Chuyasol. Hey guys, you guys can find me on Twitter and on Instagram as Chavez J A, Chavez J A. And if you'd like Edgar, uh, if I don't know, sure if you have social media, you can uh, tell them where they can find you. If not, you're good. <laughs> Damn 
man. I'm a boomer. I don't believe in social media. That's what's up, but no, make I'm sure to read. Oh, damn. All right. <laughs> no, I um, I don't have anything set up yet for uh, for for nag purposes yet, but that will change as the season progresses. But for the you moment, can. you guys can definitely find his articles on nagtv.com. That's Nag what I was going to get at. Nagtv.com. Nagtv.com. Amazing job that Edgar has been doing for us, and he will do a lot more. He made us look like we can write. <laughs> I can't even talk, but yet. Yes, check out the latest article on nagtv.com. There will be more to come. Live show tomorrow. Whether we win, lose, with a smile or tears, we will be there for you around 8-ish. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Make sure to share on your socials. Follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Also on YouTube. If, if you're listening to us on YouTube or watching us on YouTube, please hit the like button. It helps out a lot. And again, we love all you guys. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the game. Let's get have a fucking amazing 2020 season. For Spenny, Edgar, Chewy, my name's Eddie. We're out of here. Keep on nagging. Keep on nagging. Yeah, yeah.